why why don't they just how much how difficult would it be to to plug in some some double headers in there i'm i don't mind 60 games i'll live with 60 games i mind anything less than 162 <laughs> okay well i that's just 162 is not feasible at this point not in with time. that attitude <laughs> i'm fine with Triple 60 header. games I'll live with 60. Split squad season. 80-man Pas- rosters. Passan also says, as I've learned over the last three months, never, ever, ever, ever think MLB and MLBPR are close to anything until the ink is drowned in agreement. Health and safety issues could cause a snag and the whole thing could cascade, but the optimism and motivation are both there. I think Manfred has absolutely bungled this whole thing. I think Manfred is getting super fucking fired. Um, I don't know about that. Because it seems like the owners also like Manfred works for the owners. I know, I know he works for the owners, but like right, no, it's, but it's, some, still, some, it's so, still like so, the, the lip service move is just like right. But I think I think where it is is Manfred works for the owners, and the owners, uh, like did what they wanted to do. But, the, but what what a good commissioner? First of all, a good commissioner shouldn't work for the owners. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's the way it works. Uh, what a good commissioner should be doing is, um. Like you work for the owners, but your job is to tell the owners this is what's best for you, whether or not they think it's best for them. Because no baseball being played is not best for the how owners. Much, that, how difficult? How difficult would it have been? Are there like zero cases in Hawaii? Have they? Have they? Is it? Is it eradicated from Hawaii? Uh, I don't know. Are there? But are there? Are there? Like Johns Hopkins dashboard. I do not know any of the Hawaii. Counties, Hawaii, 17 but... deaths overall, but plus zero. Four new cases five hours ago. Just, 11 just, new just, cases yesterday. Give them, give the, you know, just, I'm sh- how How hard would it have been, realistically, to relocate the players and their families to Hawaii? Where do, but, but where do they play, right? Do they play at, I mean, like, I... college parks? Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 I bet there are a surprising number of baseball stadiums in Hawaii. And, I mean, how difficult would it be to quickly put one together? I mean, I guess if you build it, they will come, right? If they if they had... God, I, I mean, what's the population of Hawaii? 337,000 in the city. Uh, urban is 800,000. Metro is 950,000. I... I, it'd be a novelty at first if they were playing in a minor league park, or I guess a college stadium a college with, with like with like three thousand seats. You'd probably fill it every. I don't know, but that's a lot of games. They you yeah. couldn't you couldn't you couldn't you, you would could, need you could 15, play it there. You would need fifteen college parks. The best and, thing you could and say, and you would need you would need you would need fifteen college parks that are cap capable of like of MLB games. And I, I just don't knowing, think. Well, the the thing is, knowing there it wouldn't be a crowd, like a really a serious crowd, then you could just you could just raise a bunch of stadiums. God, I want to be clear. This was a this was a. I'm, I know. I wouldn't have said that as a serious proposal. Just a, I'm desperate for some baseball. No, I mean I, I think please? the idea is not insane, but I just don't think like. Hawaii is is doable in that case. Like, if there were fifteen, if there were space to build fifteen parks in Hawaii, real quick, 
maybe, but like I just don't think there's the space or the time or the manpower. I just want, I just want baseball, man. Voted against the latest. What, so the what are the what are the I, I haven't been following. It. What do the players want? They just want they just want they want to play, but they want proper testing. They want like they want a they want a full slate of games or like a, they want as as full a slate of games as possible, and they want they also want it to be safe as as safe as possible. Right. Like they want it well tested, and like full that's not salary. Full prorated salary. Oh yeah, full prorated salary is one of the big ones. Yeah. I don't know why that'd be difficult. Uh, yeah. there's, there's news an hour ago. MLB owners vote to proceed with 2020 season. Mm. Voted unanimously under the terms of their March 26th agreement with the Players Association. First of all, first of all, that. Um, second of all, it's just like, sure, I'll believe. First of all, the Players Association hasn't said anything, right? You like the it Players when a pitch is thrown. Yeah. I think I'll believe when a pitch is thrown. Yeah. That's that's probably where I am. Um, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Sixty games will take it from end of July, and they could just add another month to the schedule. I think that was a bad idea for some reason too. What's I don't remember the, exactly why that was a bad idea, but I think that was a bad idea. Well, so, so my, my point about Manford is that like I think a commissioner's job should be to um. To, to work for the owners, but tell the owners when they're like when they're screwing themselves out of what they should be doing. Like it, what Manfred was doing was just doing what the owners told him to do, right, being right, the right, owner's right. lapdog. And what he should have been doing was tell was was convincing the owners, look, if you continue down this path, you're going to alienate the players and you're going to alienate the fans. And if you don't have players, then you don't have a product. And if you don't have a product, then you don't have fans. And if you don't have fans, then you don't have money. Like that's 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 all that's we need to, you need to put them in a perspective to say this is what will make you the most money. And what will make you the most money is never not having baseball played. Like it's just not it. He's clearly mismanaging the major leagues. And welcome to this episode of Motion City Podcast. I'm Naim Siddiqui. Joining me, as always, Jacob Walden. How you doing, Jake? I'm waiting for the major leagues to come back. <laughs> waiting for the big time major leagues? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so we are talking about major leagues this episode by Motion City Soundtrack. It is the second of three tracks on the, I guess it's an EP making moves. Um, so making moves, I didn't, uh, I didn't pull up like all the stuff about making moves. Making moves is a weird thing. I remember this was one of the, again, I, I think I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago that making moves is one of the first motion city things that I got like brand new as it came out. Um, but I think I just sort of like bought it on Amazon and didn't know about it. But like what, it, what it was, um, I think it it was that so so Boombox Generation, yep, which is Motion City's label, like first though their first official release was actually the seven inch the the vinyl, seven inch vinyl of um 
Wait So Long Disappear. Uh, so Motion City's cover of, Wait, of Tramp by Turtles, Wait So Long, Tramp by Turtles cover of Disappear, which we will talk about when we talk about those two songs individually. Um, but they also put this out as part of their label, Making Moves, which was like a six-part yes. uh, vinyl-slash-digital release um, with... I forget who all was on there. I know it was I, I, Motion I have, City. Obviously I have the list. If you, want. you have it? Awesome. Yeah. yeah, go. So Volume 1 was the company we keep. Volume 2 was Brick and Mortar. Volume 3 was A Great Big Pile of Leaves. 4 was Gold Rush. 5 was The Sky's Revolt. And 6 was Motion City. Motion City Soundtrack themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think... I, I don't remember if the company we keep is has Justin in it. Um, I think that might have yes. been one of... Was it? Yep. Okay, yeah. I, I, I thought that was one of Justin's side projects. That's um, with Brian which is, Southall, Brandon, gotcha. uh, Brandon Morgan, and Hayden Brightwell. Yeah. Uh, Great Big Pile of Leaves I th- is a band that I have heard of. I'm not a, like, I've never really listened to them, but I know they opened for Motion City on this most recent tour a couple times. Um, and then Brick and Mortar, I, I only know because they opened for Motion City on the Commit This to Memory uh, anniversary tour. Um, so I saw them open for Motion City there. Um, so yeah, so that is that is what Making Moves was, and apparently, yeah, I can't. T- I, I, I as far as I'm aware, Making Move the Motion City um, tracks the Motion City AP of Making Moves it might be a single technically because um, it's it's three three songs often represent a a single release. But anyway, um, especially because the third one's a cover. But uh, that came out after Go. But the first one, according to this MTV interview I'm reading, came out uh, on April 24th, which was a little bit before Go. Um, so one of the ones on Discogs has Just Severance and Major Leagues. And then another one has Pictures of Success. Well. Yeah, pict- Pictures of Success is the Rilo Kiley cover. I don't know. It's possible that the the seven inch only had the two songs, and if you got the digital, it came with the the third song. And if you got the seven inch, maybe it came with like a digital download of of Pictures of Success. Would be my guess, mm. because the seven inch you really can only have one song in each side. But if you have the CD single, it can come with an extra song. So that was like the digital bonus. Um. Which is funny because I didn't, I did not know Pictures of Success was a cover until like last year, like I just thought it was a Motion City song, whatever. And I like, which is dumb because at some point it says I'm a modern girl, which would be a weird thing for Justin to write. Um, <laughs> but you know, like whatever, maybe it's in a different whatever, different cadence. I don't know. Uh, but um, it's not unheard of for that that to be on the writing. It's unusual yeah, for it's Justin, like- yeah. It 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 was unusual for for Justin, but but even then, it's like whatever, you know, maybe maybe it's just something he was trying. I don't know, but like yeah, like last year, I think I learned it was a Rilo Kylie cover just before I played it at at quiz one time, and uh, the the bar manager was like, "Is this is this, like who's who's doing this Rilo Kylie cover?" I was like, "Oh, it's most of the soundtrack," <laughs> um, but I. I've, I've, I don't, I don't, I don't think that is where I learned as a Ryla Kyla cover. I think I learned it right before that, but it was like a year ago that I was like, "Oh, that was a cover." Oh, I guess that makes sense. Which I know a lot of people have done the same thing with uh, with 
the uh, Wait So Long cover because it sounds so much like a Motion City song. Like, Pictures of Success doesn't sound a bunch like a Motion City song, and it's well, such you a... Well, actually, it's, it's funny that you say that, um, the, no, the beginning part, like the, the explicit lyric. But I, I was actually listening to it earlier uh, after I listened to, it to Major League, and I, you know what I was thinking was, I'm like, this, uh, by, by, by subject matter, it kind of sounds like everyone will die. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not that it doesn't sound like like it could be a Motion City song, but like it doesn't sound like a, a classic Motion City song. It's not like one of those songs that's just like you hear the song and you're like, oh, that's Motion City soundtrack, right? Like, everyone will die if you play if you play Everyone Will Die for like a casual Motion City fan who doesn't who didn't listen to the last two albums, they'll be like, is that is that the guy from Motion City soundtrack? Like they might they might recognize Justin's voice, but they wouldn't think it's the same band necessarily. I think. Um, so I think that's where Picture Success is. Whereas whereas Wait So Long that cover sounds so much like just a motion city song um especially because it's upbeat pop punk pop uh upbeat high tempo pop punk i combined tempo and punk into one word and became yeah, punk you know like like by genre i get it with with major leagues but at the same time like one of the things i thought most while listening to major leagues was that it 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 sounds well, so much of it is like, well, it sounds like motion sick because it's Justin singing. And so, of course, I'm going to push well, sure, that of out. Of course, yeah. Um, but no, I did think of it as sounding like the genre, but the genre more than the band. Right? Yeah, I, I buy that too. Yeah, I, I mean, it definitely sounds like the genre. It sounds more like the genre than the other two songs on this single EP, whatever we want to call it. I guess let's call it an EP, just just, just to keep consistent. Um, so I, I think it's the the... Yeah, the the um, the most of the in the genre of the EP because Severance, you know, again Severance and and Picture Success, I think both do sound like especially Go era Motion City, which is what this is, right? This this came out right after Go, so it definitely sounds like Go era Motion City. But Major League sounds most like I'm the most movie like era. What, uh, that's, yeah, that's the vibe I, I got from it. I, I I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I movie era would would work, or 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 even uh, my dinosaur life era, um, but it it it's, it sounds more like more like what somebody who's looking for a Motion City song wants to listen to, which is it it's my personal favorite song on this EP. Right, it's the song that I more more often listen to than Severance or or Pictures of Success. Um, so I I don't know. You know, but that's just because that's what I seek from this band is is that energy and that you know. So like, there there are certainly really good songs that don't have that energy. Um, like hold me down off of you know and and autographs and apologies in some ways and and a lot of go. But I mean, you know, on the other hand, like that's why go was such a big disappointment to a lot of people, right? Because it didn't have that. Um, it didn't have that same energy that mm. you were so used to from the band that that so i i, I you know I, we were talking about this uh like a couple weeks ago and like i i understand in theory or i just i just I like the album too much so yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean like again like i like go but it's, it's one no, of those I, albums i, I, I understand think, i understand that it's like well it's just not what it, they're what they're it's certainly one of those i think it's certainly one of those albums where like coming coming back to after after a while of like you know at the time it felt more disappointing than it does now because at the time what you're looking for was a follow-up to my dinosaur life 
and a follow-up to even if it kills me and a follow-up to uh commit this to memory and what you got was a very the band trying a different thing and in hindsight that's totally cool like it it really i think it really works i think they're all good songs but at the time it's like well it's not what i wanted from the band though (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so that i mean that's that's what happened there i think um what the fuck i Sorry, <laughs> I went on the band's Wikipedia page real quick, and uh, Are you uh, noticing that making moves just isn't mentioned. No, not that. It's actually that. Uh, so a while back, I edited the uh, band timeline. And they edited uh, it back. No, not that. It's just there's this there's these big like black bars going to the first five albums, and I don't know where they're originating from, and I have no idea how to fix that. <laughs> um, as a as a regular Wikipedia editor myself. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, no, th- that's the thing about about making moves. Actually, uh, speaking of not being on the Wikipedia page, is that like there's very little mention of it most places, and like the genius lyrics are wrong, like they're they're actively incorrect. I had to go to azlyrics.com. I did, I did wonder about that because they're saying like this doesn't seem right. I'm like, well, it's yeah, genius. Well, first, First of all, I've seen I've seen other places that'll that'll say um, so. The, the first line is "You'd better beware the Ides," as in the Ides of March. Mm-hmm. Um, and every a lot of places I have seen says "You'd better beware the odds," because, like, I get it, right? Somebody somebody writing the lyrics somewhere don't doesn't know what the Ides of March are, and they're like, "All right, it sounds kind of like you're saying odds, right?" And they just say, "You'd better beware the odds." Like, but that's that's wrong. <laughs> Um, cutting in here to say that I grabbed the digital booklet that I didn't realize that I had with my Amazon purchase of this single, and uh, it turns out the lyric is "You'd better beware the odds, not beware the ides." So I thought I was so much smarter than I actually am. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to cut in to say that. Uh, all right, back to the show. Um, and then, um, it also later, what does it say? Um, this part holds me in, uh, as, like, as burns are bleeding, I'll say it again. This part holds me in, uh, which is also wrong. (laughs) Um, forget what the actual lyric was. Hold on. Uh, because AZ lyrics had it right. Um, this part, yeah, this bears repeating. This part holds meaning. Uh, but what genius has is as burns are bleeding, this part holds me in. So, uh, yeah, I think also it seems like this person might have like not been this like their first language might not have been English, um, because the first thing I did uh, notice that Parolas de Johnson Major Leagues. Um, I did notice that at one point it did seem just like they skipped the word. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a, a, a ellipsis where they skip one of the words. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm right right now. I'm literally yeah, copy pasting. I'm literally copy pasting the lyrics from azlyrics.com onto Genius. <laughs> um. But yes. So, uh, do you have any other? Do you have any quick thoughts on the song before we, before we talk about the lyrics? Anything well, that I, I, I just I, I talked about? I kind of went back to the earlier where, where I was saying how it, it sounds more like the genre as as like a genre song. The feeling I got from this, um, and it's 
if you just looked at this, I think you'd probably be forgiven. Like, if you just looked at the album cover, I think you'd be forgiven for thinking, he's like, oh, is this like, did this come out as the band was forming? Um, or like right after the band formed? Because, and I, and I do like the aesthetic, and I especially like the full box aesthetic, like the whole making moves. But it yeah, is, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess, I guess you would necessarily call it retro. Um, yeah, and and then obviously like it was a six part thing, right? And the other the other albums like so so the Motion City one is like I don't know what this design specifically is called, where like this the circle is you know has the lines coming out of it. Um, it kind of looks like an aperture. Yeah, it's kind of like an aperture. Not, it's not not That's, straight up, but it's aperture ish. Right, it's it's, it's ap- aperture esque. Yeah. Um. So it's that. Uh. And like it's alternating black and purple. Um. And then on the other ones, it's just a different color. So the brick and mortar one is alternating black and yellow, and the gold rush one is alternating black and green. You would think gold rush would have been alternating black and yellow, but sure, whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> the great big pile of one is uh, alternating like no, black and I like lo- a I teal. love. I love. I got. I love the aesthetics of this. Um, let me see. I think it's so, I think it is so cool. The full box app, the individual ones. I think I'm at, whoever whoever did the design work on this. Yeah, I would, for some reason, I would guess, uh, Matt. I would guess it was Matt Taylor. That is just a guess. Um, but like, I I couldn't say for sure. Uh, I could very well be very, very wrong, (laughs) but for some reason, I feel like it was Matt. Um, yeah, in fact, on the vinyl, so on the vinyl, it is, it's just, it's literally, like, it shows, it right, it says Severance on one side, says Major Leagues on the other side. I think this, like, what we look at is, like, a, is a slip cover on top of the actual vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if, if I can figure out who designed, <laughs> who did the graphic design on it. But it's cool, and it's, it's great as a box set, I agree, like, right? Because you do have now, okay, here's six records that look the same, um but with their own band's color so you separate them um i don't know it's 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 a design aesthetic that i that i really like of just like remixing remixing the same design mm-hmm. is uh, like having a design that's remixable is uh is super super important in any design philosophy i've ever read um so yeah it sounded it sounded like when when i say it sounds like the genre it sounded like almost like something that that again if this were a song that had come out around i am the movie or is this this has been a build-up to it it would have to, to me it would have sounded like something that was trying to be put on the radio because i think the beginning of it really has that energy of kind of a radio play song at the turn you know at like the early aughts um, uh-huh. and with it you know being released well, I thought one of them said 2012, but then this this one on Discog says January 2013. No, so they they're this, the actual one says November 2012. Um, that, to me, this like seems like this May. seems like it's it's just it's close to, uh, <laughs> like the sort of pump up music that you would see on like ESPN for the baseball season. Rip. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not, like, it's, so, not, like, not, it's not quite there. Like, like the song that I, I, not stuck in my head, but the the first song I think of when I think of like MLB promos is uh, is fits in the tantrums, the Walker, because that was one of the promo songs like two years ago. Uh, for me, it's it's radioactive by yeah. 
because that's the that's the opening song of MLB 13, the show, I think. Was that 20th? God damn. Um, <laughs> I remember that. That was like, it was a cool Bryce Harper in the in the trailer. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah, yeah. cinematic yeah, the trailer. Black cool. Coming down. Um, yeah, yeah. Which and then also happened to be Matt Holiday's walk, walk up song. So <laughs> that helped, too. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, really energetic at first. I, I do. I do like the chorus and I, and I do like it, but it doesn't have that. Not as the day, but it doesn't like have the, you know. Radioactive or, or the walker, like right. super catchy. And even 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 the I mean, energy. I, think, I, I feel like I feel like it's catchy. I don't know. I I I think it is super catchy because like the the chorus is. I made it to the big time major leagues. Like I I think that really works as a as a chorus. You know, as a, as a catchy chorus. I could see this. I could definitely see this in twenty years on a some documentary series about a baseball player. Um. By the way, yes, November sixth is when the vinyl came out um and and so okay so uh i will i will reverse my ruling because i said let's call it an ep for for consistency but all over their tumblr they're calling it a single so so it's severance as the a side major leagues as the b side so let's call it a single um and then the seven inch came with a digital download card that got you the pictures of success cover which yeah. you could also which also would if you just bought the single on amazon which is what i did in 2012 uh, or 13 whenever i got it uh you also got that um trying to see the box set came out november 20th i'm i cannot figure out who designed this i f- would have sworn it would say it on all the things they were talking about but i'm not really seeing it so maybe it was as, mad as matt, dragon like, records i did not know if uh as matt like traditionally done design for the i don't know something, something about matt strikes me as somebody who would um, well, whoever did it, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um. God, I feel like like on his Instagram, I've seen like, hey, here's art I did. Um. Matthew S. Taylor on Instagram. Give Matt a follow on Instagram. Uh, I don't know, but let's uh let's talk about the lyrical content of Major Leagues. Um. Although actually, first, hey, look, I actually found history on this one just now. So they did, they they premiered this song on Rolling Stone on October first, twenty twelve. Um, and they said, let's see here. Uh, Justin says, uh, Major Leagues was an idea that Josh brought to the band, and I rewrote the chorus a few times as it was not as uplifting as the music. Hid in a dark room down the hall from Drexel Studio, because they, they recorded it at Drexel, Drexel Studio A, came up with a new chorus, then had to figure out how to make the word verses work. Luckily, I only had to change a few things in order to make that happen. The song has something to do with setting goals, attaining set goals, moments of confusion, and what happens next. And now I want to uh, know what the original was like. Well, we should ask Josh. <laughs> and then, uh, the, yeah, the, then he talks about the experience of creating the whole project uh, and how great that was. Um... But yeah, so I, you know, I'm glad that he, you know, word of God, the author says that that's what the song is about because that's basically what I heard, right? Like, um, I don't know, gripping at the quick fix, tangling in faulty lines, but the big, the base, the basic, the chorus, right? I made it to the big time major leagues. I made it, but I don't know what it means. Um, and it's it's very hard for me to think this is not about them signing with a major label 
and then it not working out and then leaving the major label. Am I crazy here? Like, did you hear the same thing or did you? I, oh, I, I for sure can get that. Yeah. Did, did you did you pick something else out of it? Like, am I telling you and you're like, oh, that's a good thought? Or did you also get the same thing out of it? Because for me, that's that's the first thing I thought was, oh, this is 100% like this song is about they went to Sony. Sony did not work out. They left Sony. Like, I made it, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> Beware the eyes. It's a dangerous compromise. Like, and then and maybe you got to leave the big time major leagues, you know. But uh, what do you think? Same... Like, oh, absolutely. Well, then, no, yeah, and uh, absolutely that, and also just broadly the like being, you know, becoming a touring band. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think becoming a touring band, becoming like a little bit big, also has it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, because you saw, inter- um, in, in Go, um, although I'm just making this connection now, um, in Go you have Go being a very reflective album. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My subject matter again. This is more. This is more. Let's just say different genre than than go. No, I, I think I think you probably nailed it. Like if there's if there's a yeah. I mean, in, in the interview, we talked about like the process and you know how how it's about. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. Like about getting something, maybe not wanting it, blah blah blah. blah. But I think it's it's hard to make to to make a. Uh, it's hard for me to make a different case. So yeah, setting goals, attaining set goals, moments of confusion. What happens next? Right, they set a goal. We're going to become a big band. Uh, attained the goal. They got signed to a major record label. Moments of confusion. Well, the record label didn't give us what we thought we wanted. What happens next? Now we leave the record label. Right, like that's. That's what he he says. Setting goals, hitting set goals, moments of confusion. What happens next? Um, but it's it's hard for me to hear anything other than like, yeah, man, uh, our record label thing didn't work out. <laughs> of course, carving up your insides, you know, selling out a damaging repertoire. Got to make it stick. Got to make music. Yeah, could be completely reading something else into this um no i I think i think the interpretation of it as as that i i I certainly would say it's it's very compelling um you know if that's if that's not the intent it nonetheless seems like it so It, it very well could like not be exactly that but especially because that's something that had just happened um like it seems to me like that's kind of got to be it. Like I, I could, I could understand. I could, I could buy it being a little bit more general than that. But the fact that this came so close after they, you know, broke up, uh, uh, left, broke up. I guess broke up with the record label. Yeah. That's what that's meant. Um, that I don't know. It seems like it's got to be that. Um. But it is, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it, uh, I think, I think it works for, for this band's vibe, right? So like, it's, it's interesting to me that, that Justin would say that the, um, what do you say? The was too sad, too dark. Uh yeah, not chorus was not as uplifting as the music, which is 
fascinating because the that's chorus the whole, that's the whole that's the whole thing <laughs> first of all that's their vibe right that's, yeah. that's kind of what they do a lot of the time is the chorus not lifting is the music um but also even even the chorus as it is like i get i guess maybe it's like you have the you have to have the right balance of melancholy right like um like even everything is all right right everything is all right as a song sounds uplifting but like even like you hear the lyrics it's like okay tell me that you're all right everything is all right yeah tell me that you're all right yeah everything is all right like sort of in your head about it so it's the same thing of like you have to you have to find that right mix <laughs> that makes that God, that's makes such it, an interesting thing for him to say. I get right, yeah, especially because even this song, like I made it, but I don't know what it means, right? Like, um, has has that self doubt that is so prevalent in uh in Motion City that um yeah I don't know. Um, I gotta know what that original is, but if it's too dark, maybe we won't want to talk about it. Well, maybe maybe Justin will want to talk about it, but get up, Josh. He wrote it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's. Uh, uh, is there anything particularly in the instrumentation that you thought was interesting? I don't. Man, I always need to listen harder for the Moog stuff because it all everything sort of blends in together. But I don't remember hearing a lot of Moog. I mean, this you you make a good point that it sounds like it could be sort of I'm the movie era. If um, I didn't if I didn't know what year came out, I would think it I would think it was um, earlier. Uh, but and I don't I don't mean that as a just 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 how would, much it sounds to me like I would honestly say like between I'm the movie and commit this to memory more than like exactly I'm the movie, but like I, I agree in general. But I don't know. It's it's got the hints of like so like the pre-chorus has hints of like even if it kills me t- feeling right like no, I the, just you get to the point where I just want to listen to it again and I've I've been listening to it all day and I still feel like this bears repeating. I'll say it again. This part holds meaning. Like that sounds kind of like something off of of even if it kills me. It it feels so even I don't know maybe even like sort of of that era. <laughs> um... I'm trying to think of, I don't know. It doesn't really sound like the worst part. I was thinking, like, does it sound kind of like the worst part, but not really. It sounds a little bit don't, not asking you to leave, though. So maybe, maybe, maybe some like maybe kind of between even if it kills me era and uh, my dinosaur life era in a way. It does not. It does not sound to me like even if it kills me. I I think I feel like the pre-chorus does. Like this bears repeating. I feel like that part. Sounds like even if it kills me, the rest of it doesn't. I guess, I, guess the... I understand that from the, from a singing perspective, and I do really like, like I really like how he sings when he says, "I made it," uh, but I don't know what it means. I like I like how that is. Uh, yeah, I like the melody of him singing it. Um, but however he sounds while he's singing it, it just it's the the, the instrumentation is so much more. I don't want to use the term raw, but whatever that effect is on the guitar, that that light. I don't know, but you, you know what I'm, you right. know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. That that to me is what makes me think so much of like the sort of songs I was hearing on radio and seeing music videos of on on Fuse like early aughts. Right. I, don't know, I guess it's, it's fitting that I'm, that I'm remembering of the song Boombox Generation. Um. Whenever, whenever I make comparisons like this, like if I were just thinking about it by myself, I I just listen to the songs back to back. I don't know. I I I can I can buy the the I'm the movie thing, but I, it feels like there's so many elements of other things. 
So I don't know. Maybe maybe it sounds like Panic Station's era, <laughs> right? Like even uh, though for it's... sure not. I mean, you saying that was kind of what I was just thinking, which was uh, no, it doesn't it doesn't remotely sound like Panic Stations. I don't um, think it sounds like Panic Stations particularly, but the fact that there's elements of I feel like I feel like there's elements of everything. Um, which is something that Panic Stations did. Like, I don't think it would be a, a song that would that would belong on Panic Stations, but I would buy it as like a B side off of Panic Stations. Well, what I was thinking was that something. like you have Go as the as the album that, that you know they release. I was thinking yeah. about how how much I, I was thinking about what kind of songs do they have? Like maybe like this. You know how many how many songs do they have that aren't released? How many how many? I wonder if there's a lot of songs that they haven't released that sound like this one, or at least are in the in the in the vein of this one. Yeah, I I, I do wonder that if uh, if any, right? Like, cause cause we we I mean we know there's songs that made it onto Go that were on the back pocket since, um, since what? Like, commit this to memory. What? Which? Which? Song? Wasn't there a song that was like they they kept trying to figure out how to bad put idea. it on every album? It was a bad idea. Was a bad idea. Yeah. Um. So like I I would I would buy that this, that there must be something like that and and I know like you know they said as they were making the last album was it no no as as they were doing this last tour they had like thoughts and ideas for a future album so you know I I totally buy it um I might be buying this vinyl as we speak oh yeah uh, <laughs> um. It's fourteen ninety nine on Discogs. Fuck it. it, it's happening. It. <laughs> plus, I mean, plus shipping and tax, but like that's five bucks for shipping. Uh, guess who is buying, making moves on Discogs right now? It's this guy. Uh, <laughs> it's this guy. Um, place order, pay now. Thank you for ordering. Twenty one dollars and twenty four cents. <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, some guy's selling it for ten Australian dollars, but he's not shipping to America. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to like figure out how to get shipped from America from Australia. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, any other thoughts on the instrumentation uh, of the song? Did we talk about instrumentation really at all? I don't. I mean, I you know, pretty much just the guitar. I, I need to I need to listen through it again if I want. To I do. I do music. like uh, in in. I forget if it's in the chorus or the pre-chorus where like there's. I feel like it's on, on like two different guitars playing in in either ear and one of them might even be like the bass playing higher notes um but like it's 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 definitely two different guitars playing two slightly different melodies that work together um in in opposite ears and i like that i think that's really really neat actually and, when i was listening trying to get the the was it duelings as in it's just in both my both ears but i wonder if that's just my setup it might, yeah, it might just be the setup because because the way I listened to it, it was definitely like one guitar in either. It's, I mean, it might have been a little bit overlappy, but it sounded like both one guitar in either ear. Or maybe I'm just misremembering it. I mean, that's that's fully possible. Well, so it it, it takes over. So there's the beginning guitar, um, and then uh, whatever seconds, and then there's the like the the first guitar to blink kind of steps back as another one as the other one yeah. comes in. Right. You know, yeah, listening yeah. to it again, I actually listened about the first minute. I you know I really like the guitar in it. The, the both guitars because there are two guitars playing throughout. Um, it's I really like that. So it's a little more interesting to listen to. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And and it's it's I don't know. I it's overall I think it's it's it is one of those songs that that I really do wish had made it onto like a proper record. 
um, and more people had a chance to sort of listen to. Uh, all right, man. Uh, you know, this again, this has been the, the same thing I've been thinking all day. Like, I really like it. Um, yeah. I like the. Um. Yeah, it was. It's. It's the like I said. It's the song that I listen to most often from this single, uh, including of the, of the, of the, of the three, including including yeah, picture success. Like I, I rarely want to listen to Severance, and I rarely want to listen to pictures of success. But uh, Major League is the song that I'll that I'll throw on from time to time. It's a song that I would play in my quiz playlist a lot, right? Because because mm. in in when making a quiz playlist for me personally, uh, an important thing is that the songs are upbeat and high energy and, yeah, and keep people wanting to you know. Um, and so this song worked really well for that. Earlier, yeah. I, earlier, it didn't mean it wasn't a beat. I was just comparing it specifically to "The Walker" by Fits and the Tantrums, which I would. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. It's not, it's not the same kind of of energy. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So as far as covers go, we couldn't find one, and so we did that thing that we do where uh, I try to figure out how to play a song. <laughs> so I already sent this to Jake. Uh, I think that the guitars are really fucking tinny, and I think I probably should have changed the tone on the recording, but uh, whatever. This is me playing Major Leagues. Yeah, so that was that was me. That was me playing Major Leagues. Um, That's a good cover, man. Thank you. I uh, so I I could not find a chord diagram or anything. There was a a page on Cordify that somebody seems to maybe have figured it out, but it, it Cordify the way Cordify works is that you have to have a link to a YouTube video and then it'll it'll play the Cordify alongside the YouTube video and the YouTube video that the person had used for this song had been taken down so I couldn't get it to work because it was it, because it was all three songs off of off of making moves of of you know off the making moves single um so I couldn't I, I couldn't get it to work and I just sort of I don't know figured it out as well as I could by ear um I think it was I think it was no, all right you did a good job um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's that's kind of the way I do every cover of everything ever. <laughs> so uh, there's plenty of that on my Instagram. <laughs> if you are a fan, um, yeah. Okay, I think that's it. Do we have anything else that we do that I'm forgetting, or do you have anything no else covers, you want? No live. So uh, any 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 final thoughts, Jake? <laughs> None thoughts. There it is. Okay. Uh, that means it is time no, to wrap none, up. None thoughts. God damn it. 
<laughs> That's fine. Um, I mean, it's time to wrap up the show. I think this probably ended up being a shorter one, uh, which makes sense because it's uh, it's an yep. oft unheard song, but uh, but we like it a lot and highly recommend it. The it is not on Google Play Music or YouTube Music, but I believe it is on Spotify, um, which is which doesn't happen often. Um, but I believe it's on Spotify, and I believe you can buy it on Apple Music and buy it on Amazon Music, but I don't think you can listen to it on Amazon Music. I can listen to it then, hopefully on a high-def version. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely on Spotify. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, bought it off of Amazon Music in 2012. <laughs> so, um... Cool. So that'll do it for this episode. We actually of saw no results on Spotify. Really? Because when I... Oh, you know what? Maybe they have like a page for it on Spotify, but it's not I actually it. on Spotify. I found it. You found it? Yep. Because when I search Making Moves Motion City, I have a Spotify link. Like, So I can definitely Looking see it on Spotify. In the Spotify interface, to pull it up, but then just Googling it pulled up the page. Right. But I'm, I'm, it won't play anything. So maybe it's not on Spotify. Um... I forgot to have a Spotify sessions. Um, okay, so that'll that'll do it for then this episode of Motion City Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Motion City Pod, Motion City Pod on Instagram. I think uh, we are at uh, oh, the band is at Motion City Music. You can follow Justin JCPMCS on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Josh uh, at It's Chudy on Twitch. It's mostly what he's doing. Um, Matt is at Matthew S. Taylor on Instagram. Jesse is at Jesse Mack on Instagram. Tony is at Tony Thaxton on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Bizarre Albums, wherever fine podcasts are found. And Claudio is at AT Claudio Rivera on the Twits and the Instagram, I believe. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. Oh, it's uh, Motion City. I'm going to come to Motion City to find all the episodes, or you can find us wherever fine podcasts are found. Uh, and if you want to give us money, then uh, <laughs> we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash motion city podcast. Patreon, patreon, patreon.com slash motion city pod. Motion city pod. Uh, so that's all the places to find us. That is it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. Until next time, watch me now. You better be ready. Do the big